Hi, my name is Allie Williams, and I am obsessed with all things business, building a life you love, and living via leaps of faith. I'm a 5-1 fireball of spunk and fun. Four years ago, I left my old Kentucky home via a 72-hour crowdfunding campaign to join an entrepreneurial program in Silicon Valley. Little did I know after, I would actually be learning in the best classroom, the world. From fun to failure to deep faith-forming seasons, I explored, built businesses, loved life, met a boy on an Instagram dating show, and realized I was finally ready to bet on myself. Now, I'm coming to you from North Carolina to teach you what my years of chasing success taught me. Life is not about beating or becoming anyone else. It's not about your income, accomplishments, or wins. It's about your integrity. The things you want simply lead you to accumulating the courage and character you crave. The process allows you to be exactly who you've always wanted to be. Here, we're focused on one thing, helping you live your best life. Yep, I am indeed the hype girl you never knew you needed. So buckle up, because I believe you were created to change the world, but that requires you to believe it too. The question is, will you? Here, you're gonna discover how. So let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to Life Right Up Your Alley. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Right Up Your Alley podcast. Guys, I am always so excited, obviously, about everyone we have on the podcast. Um, But today's conversation is going to be so good because we have the one and only Madison Page here from the Small Business Growth Podcast. Um, She's a consultant. She is extremely passionate about helping businesses build um, community for growth. So really like how do you connect with people while scaling a business? Because so often we all know it's very easy to divide the two things. Um, So with all that being said, Madison, we're so excited to have you on. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Yes, this is going to be so good. So you guys, we were talking before we started to record this and she's up to so many cool things. So I can't wait to get into it. Um, but this episode, we're really going to be hitting on, um, a freedom-based lifestyle as an entrepreneur, which I think is such a hot take because as a multiple business owner, um, you know, with W2 employees and in a larger team growing and, um, also just like big dreams, the business can feel like the opposite of freedom in so many ways. So I really was excited to see that you were so passionate about this. Um, So before we get into it, as you guys start to kind of like taste that and, and, you know, chew it a bit, let's talk about where you're from and your background. So um, first and foremost, like, what is your background? Where are you from? What do you do, et cetera? Yeah. So I am, I've kind of always been the entrepreneurial spirit. Like I was like the five-year-old with some side businesses all the time, like at the end of my driveway with lemonade stands, but like lemonade was too boring. So we made like donuts instead. I always dog walking businesses. Like I could probably count a dozen businesses I had before 12. And it's so funny. Like we come up with new ones all the time that we were like, Oh, I forgot I did that. Mm -hmm. And so when I grew up, I kind of knew I was going to be an entrepreneur, but at 12 years old, my parents bought into, an adventure resort in northeastern Wisconsin. So we do whitewater rafting, zip lining, paintballing. We have a cabins, campground, all the things. And it just like solidified my love for owning a business. I knew that there was no way I was ever going to work corporate after I was like, I was 14 answering like reservation phone calls. 17, I was the operations manager of people, like of a th- group of 35 people before I was even out of high school. And it was just my like happy place. Absolutely loved it. And then I went to college business management and marketing. 
so I could kind of like actually get some normal experience in business stuff, know the foundations. While I was in college, I started a blog and it was all about sustainable living, outdoor living, things like that. And I actually ended up falling in love with the building of a community instead of the actual blogging itself. Um, and so then I dove headfirst into community building, social media, how to grow on social media. My blog did incredibly well. Then I started doing social media management for people in college just as like supplemental income. And I, while I was still running my family's business, it, which is seasonal, so it was kind of in the summer. And then I, as I continued to do management, people were like, but Maddie, we need you always. Can you just teach us what you're doing? And so then I started consulting and I love consulting. So now I, I teach businesses how to stand out and sell out on social media through community growth. So I know you, you have Raya Media, which is very ads focused. I have a lot of organic community building in order to do probably a very similar thing, but with organic community growth. And at the basis of everything that I do is that freedom-based lifestyle because at my family's business, which I love dearly, but it was 16 hour days, couldn't leave the property, literally working all day long, like was glued to my phone, needing everybody to like, if they, if they couldn't contact me, like all hell broke loose. And so it was not freedom-based at all. So when I started this business, I knew that I wanted to be able to take days off and go whitewater kayaking or take days off and be able to to travel and do fun things and not feel like my business was going to absolutely fail if I wasn't there. And so that's where kind of the freedom-based element came in. And now I've been doing this for three years full-time and I've worked with over 150 business owners and I absolutely love it. That's so good. I love to hear like the background and how just all of us arrive to the places we are. It always blows my mind because there are nuances, obviously we all have in common, yeah. but it's always so cool. To oh, yeah. Right. That's so cool too, about what your parents do. And yeah, just, it's so fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's amazing to see how we get where we are. So that being said, um, you knew, and you had that intention coming in. And I think, um, being able to get anywhere you want to be in business absolutely starts with obviously the passion and the intention, um, yeah. being able to move into it and make it a reality. And so, um, I guess your passion for the freedom-based lifestyle came from what you were just saying from your experience. Is there anything else that made you really passionate about it that you've like observed? Yeah. And really the basis of it, like you said, like business inherently takes a lot of time is incredibly structured. Like you need to have routine structure. And like, it's not that I'm saying like, this is passive income and you can make a hundred K a quarter and like, whatever it absolutely is still work, but really having the intention to have that balance and that freedom behind it where it's not going to fall apart if you're not there and having like autonomy and things like that. So what really stemmed it was I'm like hippie at heart because of my family's like, I'm like gypsy girl, like because of my family's business. I grew up, I literally lived in a tent every summer from when I was 12 years old until I was 19. And so like, I have that like, you know, dirt baggy outdoor style, but I've loved the structure and like luxury things. Like your girl's building a bus out, but I'm going to have a $400 coffee maker kind of vibe. <laughs> like we need the kind of the balance there. We're all about balance. And so I guess kind of what stemmed it was not really feeling like I completely belonged in the like hustle culture, but also not the like, let's just make passive income. So kind of finding that in between and the balance there. That's so good. And I think a lot of 
what I've been able to build off of because I think there are seasons in business too. So if, you know, whatever season of business you're in right now, whoever is listening, um, like one, take heart because really it, it, this shows that it's possible to do what you absolutely love, make the income and have the nice things that you want. Um, and there are hustle seasons that come often the hustle hustle seasons give you also like the rooting to be able to give the freedom attention. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And really, move into the next. And so anyway, I like love that. And it's so real. And um, I think it's also a conversation that isn't had enough because when you get into it, like the sexy things, quote unquote, that people show off on social media are often like the largest, most, you know, annoying (laughs) liabilities or BS or whatever that looks like, right? Like grandiums. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's not really the point when it comes down to it. And it's also not sustainable often. Um, And so allowing yourself to understand like what you really want is so, so key. So I think knowing yourself as a business owner is key, right? We have to know who we are. We have to know our tendencies, our habits, what we want, et cetera, for the business to actually work into the life that we're living. Um, Sounds like you've done that really well. So what is your recipe for success for, mm-hmm. you know, where you are now in your career? Yeah. My recipe for success really is, it's that balance, but it really is community. It's like, if I didn't have the community that I had around my business, I wouldn't be able to live the business that like live the life, have the business that I would have. So I worked really hard. And honestly, it was kind of during the pandemic was like, I got out of college, like, like right before the pandemic ended or started, I mean, um, and I was already consulting and doing my thing. But once I graduated college, I was like, well, I'm just going to go head first into this business. I knew it was what I wanted to do, but I focused so hard just on community development, like communicating with people, treating people like they're human and actually just having like a collaborative environment in my audience. And if I didn't have that, if I didn't have the ride or die podcast listeners that I have the ride or die people that are like watching my stories, loving on looking at my bus build, like they just are in my corner. That is my recipe for success is really taking the time to build your community. And like you said, like that's the hustle season. The hustle season is getting your aligned people, building your brand and having aligned people that are just like go to war, like we ride at dawn for your business and allowing that community to kind of build from there. That's so good. That's so, so good. And I think I have a question that is unplanned. Mm-hmm off of that too Hit me with it I think so there are so many different personality types when it comes yeah. to life relationships business etc right um and that's I believe by design obviously there's something for everyone here on earth um yeah. but when we're talking about the community building aspect finding those people that ride at dawn um some people don't like creating content all the time some people don't like that oh. you know do you have any are you like, you know what, you got to suck it up and that's how you you get the people who want to write a dawn? Or yeah. are you like, well, you find those people by doing what you're really good at? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think you find those people by being more yourself than the average person online. Um, and it sucks because... I was never the person that would be like, I want to plaster my face online. Like I want my face to be everywhere. I want to make videos. Like I want to be like a figure online. And that's not who I was. And when I was with my blog, it took me a really long time to be like, let me even like put my face out there. Like I was like, I'll show my lifestyle, but like people don't need to know me. Like, and then when I really saw the change in my blog was when I realized that was so important. And the more that I shared who I was and more that I could be who I wanted to be, the more that 
people actually identified with it. And that was when I saw that. So in order to build that community, it takes meaning. It takes having like that freepreneur base. Like I have people come into my, into my business. That's what they want. They know that that's what they're going to get from me is me trying to build that autonomy and build that kind of style. And so what it really takes to build a community is being yourself, letting people know you as a person. And in the product-based space, a lot of people are like, do I really need a face of my business? You don't need a face per se, and it doesn't always need to be you, but it should, you should humanize your brand, make it lifestyle, make it more than just like, let me shove product in your face. And the content that's the highest engaged content is the content that has nothing to do really with your business. And so getting those people communicating with you in that front will get them more connected to you in other sides of your business as well. So good. It's really, really sweet to be able to hear this. And I think, you know, my marketing career, it started in organic and I am so passionate about organic. And so it's really refreshing to hear someone passionate about it. Um, even after the huge shifts in all the different platforms, the algorithms, the economy, everything, um, it still works. And so whether you're putting, you know, hundred K into ads every month, or you're like, I don't even know where to start when it comes to posting, you know, organically, what platform do I pick? Right. Just understand it's, it's just the productive motion in the right direction with the clarity of the meaning that's going to get people to buy. It doesn't matter the way you're doing it. You just need to honor where you are. So I love hearing this. Um, That takes us into our next question, which is how do you stay consistent? These are all really nice things. We all love it. You, we, we all say like, Hey, this is my most ideal way to see it. Blah, 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 blah. Consistency as a human is hard. So how do you stay consistent? Yeah. Um, And this is something that like a a freedom-based lifestyle really takes is self-discipline is like, I tell myself I work like 10 to six in my head. I work 10 to six every day and I'm disciplined on that schedule until I have something that whatever someone reaches out, they want to go to brunch. I am building my bus out right now. So yesterday I primarily worked just on, you know, building things in my bus. And so I'm very disciplined on the days that I am disciplined. That gives me the freedom to have the flexibility that if something comes up and I want to go do something or I want to be here, I want to do that. It allows me to do that. And so I just want to put that out there that like, it's not that I'm not working. It's that I'm working really hard on the days that I have aligned for me to work. And then it kind of going the other way, how I stay consistent really is as well is posting more content at the time, like at the moment of having more of that style of content, I think allows people a, to feel connected to you. Cause it's like, Oh, this is what she's actually doing today. Like I have people that come into my life that they're or into my community. And they're like, I feel like I know what your lifestyle is like, just because you share that way. And that's why they like, they like, they're like, I like to see what you're doing. And I think you stay consistent by posting more at the time of than having to always be curating. And I, someone said this on my podcast is like document to stay consistent, taking short little videos throughout your day to have kind of a batch style of content as well. It's like, I can take a video today and use it in five different ways over the next three months. Um, and kind of using that style of content. So staying consistent is being self-disciplined and like documenting the things that I'm doing and having a more just like casual, casual style. People tell me all the time why they love my podcast is because it feels like we're like sitting down and drinking coffee. And that's because that's what I want. Like I want it to be very natural, casual, conversational than it is like, I don't want to have like this polish. Like I threw away, I donated all of my like business casual clothing. It's like, that's 
it's not, that's not the girl that I want to be. I didn't want that corporate style. And so having that casual kind of voice and element of my business allows it to be more consistent as well. Yeah, that's so good. And I don't think it's ever a mistake in any area of your life to be authentic, obviously. And I think with the rise of TikTok and, you know, since 2020, I feel like we've been able to create a lot more space for that to run in the space. Um, And so it's fun to even just hear your perspective and breakdown on that. So thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. Um, What obstacles have you overcome to get here? And like, what did they teach you? Yeah, totally. First things first, um, when I started my blog, like nobody cared. (laughs) There was like nobody listening. It was like, I had no idea what to do. I was like, I'm in school for this. Like I should know I've run social medias, like for my family's business. Like I should know a little bit of something, but the main obstacle was like, nobody truly cared. And I was, I had to figure out how to make people care and how to build that community. And I was building and building and building. And I was like, what is going on? And honestly, the biggest thing going back to that authenticity was I grew a community there that didn't connect with me. And it wasn't, it was because the sustainability world has like the people that like dip their toe in and like, kind of like, you know, all ripples make a bigger change. And then people that are extremists that are like, you got to go vegan, you got to go zero waste. And I attracted an audience because I felt like I had to reach that ideal to be larger. Now knowing more about social media, knowing that you can be more yourself. I felt like I had to reach this ideal of an extremist in order for people to follow me. And so I started posting only the times that I was doing things extremist and I created this audience that I would use a pencil that had the wrong lead and people were like freaking out at me that I would like, didn't know that I was killing animals while I was doing this, which like I'm all for sustainability, but I'm a little bit more like baby steps. And I created this community that wasn't my my realistic people. They weren't because I felt like I only could share when I was feeling these certain ways or when I was doing these certain things. And I created a community that wasn't my ideal like customer inside of my community. And that's what led me to burn burn out because I felt like I couldn't actually, it's like I was a whole different person online. Like it was like a facade because I was almost too far gone that if I would start posting those things, like I would get all these DMs and all of these people being like, you're doing all of this wrong and you're killing these things. And I was like, wait, I just, I'm just trying to like, you know, be a little bit more sustainable, help mother earth. And And so the biggest things was really learning how to get people to care and then how to get the right people to care. And then when I started over on my business and did like the social media, the business, I was like, oh, I found my people. Like now my, like my people in my DMs all the time, like we're chatting, we know each other. Like we are like, it's fun because I feel like we are friends and we're tight knit and we're close. Um, And that's kind of the biggest obstacle was really finding your ideal aligned people by being more authentic to like your actual beliefs. And a lot of times people like you feel the pressure to go this way. You feel the pressure to go that way because this other person is really successful doing that. But like, screw that, do what you want to do, be who you want to be. And you'll attract the people that are more connected to who you are. Yeah, that's so good. And it is so refreshing to hear too, because I think strategically, like there are, there's always a time to niche. There really is. Like there's always a time to niche. I have some of my platforms are extremely niche down and I love that. Um, And so that's so helpful, but you're completely right. That's, you know, where extremists come in, where disconnect can happen. Um, And, you know, a niche is, is leverage. And I think people don't realize that. 
Um, and so I always say like on my personal, which I guard really hard, it, it's what you were saying too. Like, I just want the people that I care about and who care about what I'm doing and like are relationally aligned. That just feels so good. No matter the size of it, yeah. you don't need a million followers to be relevant. Like you, if you talk to oh. five people in your DMs every day, like that's, that's deep influence and connection right there, you know? Um, and so anyway, I love, love, love that. And one thing I have been like really giving myself permission on lately, that kind of, this made me think of it was like, I know how to niche. I just don't want to like, that's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you can know the things I learned this in, in, uh, college and post-bac classes. Like I can know how to do accounting. I don't want to be an accountant. Like I'm good. Right. So why am I like putting this pressure on myself to do the smart, you know, this is how you grow situation if it doesn't feel aligned with who I am. And that's true for whoever is listening. Like you're allowed to do what feels aligned for you and numbers have nothing to do with that. Right. Um, so I love that. If you could burn it all down and start over, uh, what would you do differently? If anything? Yeah, this was such a good question. And I honestly was like, hmm, what would the, like, what really would I do different? And of course, there's always the cliche, like, I wouldn't do anything because I wouldn't know what I would know now if I did do it that way. Um, but something that I would do differently would be starting even with this business, I started with a brand that didn't feel like me. And I, and so like my brand that I started was, this is hive. And I had like the yellow, it was like in the height of the B thing. It was yellow. It was like incredibly bright and colorful. And I am naturally pretty high energy. I didn't know until I started this business that I'm like, boo. And like, people don't really, I get DMs all the time. Like, what do you put in your coffee in the morning? And like, I don't, when they listen to my podcast and I didn't realize I was like that until people started telling me, but with my brand being yellow, everybody was like, it was so like high energy. And I don't have anything brighter than like a forest green in my, in like, in my, in my color scheme. Like I am blonde and very pale. And so I was like, it just didn't vibe with actually who I was. Like I am not a yellow girl. And so like even the branding, everything just felt, felt misaligned. And then I rebranded to like Browns and nature and kind of more who I am. And now my business feels like an extension of myself. Mm -hmm. So I would immediately start with more of an extension of myself as well as I would immediately start with having my own my own thing, like my own movement. And like, that's what I kind of have now is like the freepreneur lifestyle. Um, and having that style of content is I started very generally because I felt like I needed to be over here and I felt like I needed to be over there. And so if I were to like start fresh, I would have extremely hot takes. I would be very open about like, this is how I am. This is how that is. And this is what I would agree with. And then I would make it an extension of my own personality. Start with more of that personal brand, build that personal connection, which I didn't do right away. Yeah, that's so good. That's really great. Anyone who's listening to like, it's just such a good thing for you to ponder and consider um, yeah. because it that is probably the most incredible part for me too. So it's really fun for you to say that because um, yeah, it, it's really interesting even in like my structured sales calls for different businesses to see people who are watching my personal account, you know, there yeah. I might be talking to them with my sales team and in all of that, but they were still like, Hey, you were in Michigan. How was that? And I'm like, what? Like, how do you it's know? so funny. 
Exactly. Like they really do care. And, and I think context is such a powerful thing in this day and age. Giving someone context on who you are is so grounding because how else do we, how else do we connect? Right. Um, and in the past, it could be like, Hey, I like your headband half the time. We're like on calls. People can't even compliment you, talk to you, whatever that looks like. So context is so kind. Um, and clarity is so kind with, you know, yourself and letting yourself be who you are digitally. So I love, love, love everything you just said. Um, do you have any advice for anyone who wants to step outside of the normal ho-hum of business? Yeah. And so what I would really say here is stepping outside really means doing things differently. And I think so many people are like, well, how do I stand out on social media? You look at their Instagram and they're posting everything that everybody else in their industry is posting because they're following so many of them that they're like, oh, they're successful. I need to do exactly what they're doing in order to be successful. But actually it's doing things differently in order to stand out. Nobody ever stood out by doing everything the same thing as everybody else. You stand out by doing things differently. And I like that is really to do things differently in business is doing things differently. Like to get outside of the normal ho-hum of being like, let me post the content. Let me do the thing. It's creating content that feels fun. It's playing around a little bit, not taking it so seriously right away. Of course, we got to be consistent. We need strategy there. Incredibly strategy focused. However, you do sometimes just need to play. Like I'm playing on Lemonade right now. I don't know if you've like played on it. Actually, I saw it on your Instagram story this morning that you were talking about it. And I'm playing around on it and it's fun to just test. And maybe not everybody finds that fun, but I'm A-B testing all day long. And so it's fun to just test and see what works and play around. And I'm not telling businesses to hop on it, get on it right now because like Clubhouse, we don't know if it's going to stick around, but it's fun to just play around and explore a little bit. So instead of feeling like things are so rigid, think about like, what, what can I do? Like those little like shower thoughts that you have when you're in the middle of your day, you're like, Ooh, that'd be fun. Those are your superpower instead of like, all right, like what content am I, am I creating picking the like random content ideas that pop into your head? Those are your unique things that you're not seeing out there. If you're thinking like, I'm not going to post that because I've never seen anybody else do it. That's probably a way for you to stand out. Yep. I love that so much. And um, and it, it takes deep. Okay. Before I say this, I want to say, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. If you were listening to this podcast, yeah. you probably have picked up on that. And you've heard me say that before. I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur after never realizing it. Right. So I had the realization life changed, made the jump, blah, blah, blah. And then I couldn't understand why I was having issues with consistency or why I was having issues with um, you know, like clarity. And then I realized that there was a very deep confidence issue that I was psychologically, you know, really coming up against. And so I needed to be able to operate in a place of self-trust, of confidence, of self-permission. Like, hi, I, I accept myself if I put something out there and nobody likes it. Right. Um, and so if you are afraid to do that, you know, if you're like listening to Madison's words and you're like, uh, that's like a really great concept, but like, how do I do that? It yeah. starts with you, right? Mm -hmm. It starts with you. It allow does. yourself to test, allow yourself to trust the words coming to you in the shower and understand if you put them out there and they don't land for anyone, at least you got to express them and they won't be a passing thought. Mm -hmm. That's enough, right? And I think it's within that practice that we're able to build that like uh context and and confidence needed 
to be someone who is sharing their thoughts, using their voice, etc. It is innate for some people, but for most people, it's not. And that's okay. And yeah. if you have that desire in your heart to still start a business or be a content creator or what have you, just understand that there is a process. There's no comparison necessary in the space. So don't allow it in. And and then like A, B, test. Just test things. Yeah. Be light and fun. Um, Because I, I am hearing everything you're saying. Like, this is so, 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 so good. And it's so, so true. And I feel like I took the long way around so many years ago because I was like, if I'm going to do it, it needs to be perfect. That's not a thing. And it's always when new platforms like Lemonade, if you guys don't know what Lemonade yeah. is, definitely go download it and check it out. If That's else. It's such a cool new app. It's by the creators of TikTok. Um, and so anyway, um, yeah, just allow yourself to practice, allow yourself to be new at things, allow yourself to not be perfect. You don't have to go viral. I promise. It's not probably in the strategy's best interest anyway. Not even but, good so, half the time to go viral. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I love what you just said though. And I, I wanted to say too, like it, you get out of the normal ho-hum and you, of your life with permission and confidence. Yeah. And it takes time to cultivate those, let alone harvest it into mm-hmm. business, you know? Yeah. yeah. And something that I want to add there is I think a lot of the times the reason is that people are uh, like putting their own self-worth into how well their business works. And so when their business is like, why is none of this working? You think like, I'm terrible. This, the world hates me. People hate me. They don't want to see me. And that's really not the case. And so I was grateful enough to be bred with the thought of like, there's no plan B. Like I can, I can accomplish anything. If I put my mind to it, if I have the confidence behind it, I can get out there. And, but that also doesn't mean that there's times that I don't feel imposter syndrome, that I'm not like, who am I to be saying some of these things? And, but sometimes you have to push through that and you have to remove your own worth from your business. Like I have more worth outside of my business. And this is something that has been grown. This is not something that I was innately, like even like last year, probably couldn't say this as much as I can say it now. But if my business started to fail, I still have other things that I know in my life that are important and that I'm good at. If you start putting your own personal worth inside of your business, when things don't work in your business, if you get a negative review, you take it so to heart, it's not a you thing. It Your business is almost a separate entity and you have to grow your own confidence. As if I had somebody tell me once, think of your business as if it is a project in college and think of your business as if you were like just working on something. It's a fun DIY project that you're playing with, with strategy, of course. But if you think of it that way, like if you got a C on a project in college, you wouldn't be that upset, most people at least. And that's okay. And that is, that's kind of what, we want to do our business at an A level, but we also need to have other worth inside of ourselves outside of just our business doing well. Yeah, it's so true. And everything has, you know, there's a, I feel like what I'm learning so much in life the last few years is everything has a yes and, right? And so you're saying yeah. that and it's like, act like it's a college project and it's okay on the other side of the scale. If you're like, but I want it to be so excellent because I was called to this and yes. that, hey, that feeling is super valid, right? And there is a very healthy middle ground for you to operate in that allows you to not have, you know, to not just be like, whatever, if it works. And then, you know, like (laughs) if it it takes off, you're like, I have meaning in this world. Like you're so much bigger than your business. Right. Um, and so anyway, I love what you're saying. Um, Yeah. yeah, I think as humans, it's so much easier to be an extremist. This literally goes back to us talking about niches and like how to grow and scale and all that too. 
people love labels. It is so comforting for someone to be like, oh, the yes. only thing that she posts is extremist things about saving the world, right? Like it's easy. They can be like, cool, I can label whole, her like I can label Superman. That that mm-hmm. conceptually makes sense to me when realistically we are such multidimensional humans. Um, so yeah. like just give yourself a break as a multidimensional human um, to authentically show up and, and understand the different pieces and parts of yourself. And, oh my gosh, your life is going to be so much better. Your brand's going to be so much more authentic. Your, your build, you know, toward whatever your goals are is going to be a lot more fruitful. Um, so just like joy, enjoy the process, let joy come in. Right. I loved everything that you were saying. So Madison, thank you so much for being here and for sharing all of your wisdom. This is a really special community that, you know, I've like, quote, worked hard to build, but I think more than anything, like everyone who listens, like found me not on my accord. And so they are so special. They're so hardworking. They're so intelligent and they're so supportive. Um, I would love if you ask them to support you in whatever way that you see fit. So is there anything that they can do for you anywhere they can find you that's going to work where they can be a friend too? Yeah. Come hang out with me on my podcast is the small business growth podcast. We have an incredible community over there too. Very like warm and fuzzy kind of feeling super conversational. Allie will be on my podcast, um, in a couple weeks as well. And then as well as come hang out with me on Instagram at this is Madison page. And I'm there on my Instagram stories, sharing all of the things all the time. Um, but those are my two main platforms. I obviously have a bunch of other secondary ones, but if you want to come hang out, come hang out over there. I talk a lot about community building freedom-based lifestyle. If you want to see kind of what that all means, come hang out on the small business growth podcast, as well as my Instagram at this is Madison page. So good. Okay. We will link those in the footnotes below for everybody. Um, show notes, footnotes, what do we call it? Whatever. Um, but thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being here. Everybody um, have an incredible day. The links are below for you and we will see you on the next one.